And welcome to another edition of the Wake Up Late with Dougie Show. I am your host, Dougie Almeida, coming to you from Simpsonville, South Carolina. It's uh, Wednesday evening here in the beautiful South Carolina, where I'm not sweating my cojones off. And uh, we got a great show for you today. Uh, we got obviously a lot of cr- a lot of things have happened in the last week or two. Uh, we will put a comedic spin on it if it's possible. And uh, I got two very funny people that are ready to do that. Joining us on today's show is Jimmy Delavalle and L.A. Hardy. Welcome, fellas. Hey, hey, what's up? You know, before the show, we were talking about cruising, cruise ship, meet comedy, and you guys are both working on the ships. And, uh, you know, everybody keeps saying, why don't I do it? Why don't I do it? Well, you know, it's great money, right, guys? I mean, that's the that's the allure, if I should say that, of uh, doing cruise ship comedy, right? Mm-hmm. That's a part of it. You know, what What it is, is so let's just say, because, I mean, you know, I did the comedy club circuit forever. And when they started saying, uh, you know, we're not going to pay for flight now. We'll give you a voucher. We'll give you a $250 voucher. Well, flights are now 500 600 You know, whatever they are, they change, right? So now you're like, okay, well, okay, well, I can make up with that with merchandise. Uh, let me, you know, I got to make 400 in merch at least this weekend, right? So now I got to do all these shows. So then I'm in a hotel. So let's say, Dougie, we're working. And the, and the thing, hey, Dougie, or LA, hey, let's go get some lunch. Well, now I got to pay for lunch, right? Now I got to pay for or maybe a breakfast or I got to get a coffee or whatever it is. So now I'm going 20, 30 a day for four or five days. When I'm on the ship, I don't pay nothing. Uh, they reimburse everything. I don't uh, pay for Uber. I don't, you know, I fly, travel, they give me um, money to eat food in the airport. You know what I mean? Like, so I just started like really looking at that and going, what am I doing? Is this yeah. worth it? And 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 no respect to a loony binge or nothing, which I had worked for years. Um, but, but that's the perfect example of you go out and you make this much am- amount of money, which was a great gig. Um, but then when ships came, it was like, cause remember in order to make the money for the loony bin, he was like, do this loony bin, do this loony bin, do this. So you're there for three weeks, just like right. you're on a ship for three weeks. So why not do, you know, and remember you're staying in that condo. So you're not, uh, having shows that whole time. You know what I mean? So like when you go do Oklahoma, you do Arkansas, um, the other one, I forgot. Uh, are you going back home, Dougie? Or are you just staying the whole time? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, when I do those runs, I like to put at least two weeks together. I don't like to do three or four at a time. I want to be away exactly, that long. Right. You know, so, so that's, that's yeah. So yeah, that makes, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. LA, what's the best part about it? Besides the money, cruise, it's comedy. Just, it's just, it gives you something to do during the day as well. And you get your mental gets out there because you're talking to people and you're writing like a demon yeah mm-hmm. why because all yeah. the free time I mean, yeah the free time and just the amount of time you get on stage i mean uh did royal the last ship i did we did 13 shows two shows a night you can't mm-hmm. beat that man personally i yeah. like working that hard yeah oh yeah so for me it's yeah great I don't consider that work when I'm on stage for some reason. It's not like I'm digging a yeah. ditch. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it'll take you to a whole new level too. And the greatest thing. So I remember I was doing, I just started ships maybe a year or two in. And uh, m- my buddy comedian, CJ Jones, if you know CJ Jones, he's a killer on carnival and he does comedy zone. He's a comedy zone favorite. So he said to me, he goes, man, he goes, Jimmy, when you get, to that comedy club, you're just gonna rip it. Like you've never ripped it before because you haven't been doing the clubs. He's like, you just been doing ships. So I got to that that club and I was doing different 45s. Like I was like, and, and the club owner goes, he goes, man, he goes, you're here Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He goes, you did three different 45s, completely different 45s. And, and the thing is, I didn't want to. I was like, I'm just going to do my 45. Blah, 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 blah. And next thing you know, I'm like, I'm throwing in my clean jokes. I'm doing this and that. And then I'm doing more. And I said, holy shit. 
I got a lot of material and I owe it all to the ships. I owe it all to the ships, yep. man. You know, yeah. change my life. That's awesome. Um, well, uh, those are the good things. Any, uh, any bad things about it that you're not, uh, you wish you could change? Let's um, say? Well, sure. I mean, if you, uh, during, so I'm, uh, there were four comedians that were, um, picked to come back to, uh, the cruise lines, carnival cruise lines, which I love. I'm honored to work at. And July 3rd of 2021. It was me, Chris Wiles, Tim Young, and Ken Boyd. We were the we were the first comedians to come back out. It was the like take a chance. Let's see if it's cool. July third of two thousand twenty one. The pandemic. People are going to wear masks. So audiences were wearing masks. We were wearing a mask until we went on stage. Bam, and. Then we were like scared and then, uh, you know, like what's going to happen. And as the months went on, uh, people were getting quarantined on the ship and they were like, oh, I don't want to get quarantined. So let me wear my mask. You know, does the mask work? Does it not? You know, you don't know, whatever. But it kept me safe, man. I wore that mask and I did not have COVID until I just got COVID June 7th and I'm home. I got it. Mm. I got it at home. And I've worn that mask on that ship every day with the thing other than when I eat, you know, <laughs> and, you know, and as, as a joke, I wrote, I wear the mask. Uh, I said, people don't want to wear the mask. I said, I said, I'm a, I'm a fat dude. I go, I wear the mask. And then I go back to the room and I wear the CPAP machine. So shut the fuck up. So that's just, <laughs> dude, I do the same fucking joke. I do the you same do? Joke. You wear CPAP? Oh, I, I, I you know, and I haven't seen you changed my life so changed my life yeah so it's like we're wearing the mask and, and you know and so it just became this whole thing of like what the hell man um let let's be back and, and another thing dougie and i'm sure that um la does it hey man let's just take a moment to realize holy shit we're back here enjoying a comedy show instead of performing for my kitty cats you know, and and, and that's Zoom what show. really, yeah, Zoom show. How many Zoom shows did you guys do? Because I did not even 20. No, I didn't do no. double digits. No. And I, and, I and, and I did one that I liked, one. But I got offered hundreds. And I was like, nah, this ain't my thing. If this is yeah. me, this is not me. I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna do comedy like this. This guy can't yeah. do this. I said the same. I said the same thing, dude. I said if I if I'm doing this, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you need you need you need the you need the audience. You need that. You need the laughter. I mean, that's what we're there for, right? When you hear that eruption of laughter, that's that that's the pay for us. I don't know about you guys, but that's the that's the true reward. You know what I mean? When you get to hear the people just, you know, laughing their ass off and looking at the faces, you know, people, you know. Just laughing, snot coming out of their nose and shit, you know? Yeah. Immediate gratification, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Just like gambling, you know? Play blackjack <laughs> or poker. Instant gratification. I knew you were going to uh, slip gambling in there somewhere. I got to slip it in there. <laughs> well, oh, I did well, want to say one other thing, Dougie, and, and, and I know that L.A. can vouch for me. So you don't really know what you are about as a comedian till you do a ship when you have little kids lined up to meet you like your big bird yeah. dude it's the, yeah. it's the greatest feeling in the world yeah You're some of my best fans are little kids man and dude yeah. and i'm telling you that'll change your life dougie now you met yeah. you mentioned doing crowd work with kids i mean that could be fun because i don't know but kids to me are mm -hmm. easy to entertain i did i did the uh what was it the uh a kosher comedy tour with steve marshall and i remember thinking okay. he said just do 15 minutes family clean i'm like okay i hope i could do it and I ended up doing 25 minutes you know in front of sure. rabbis so you know with the kids with the family clean and stuff it's it's you know you don't realize it's a lot more act outs i feel that way it's a lot more act outs it's a lot more expression and a little bit of silliness thrown in there where you can add you know a lot more time to right i mean you know, kids are easily entertained and the parents don't give a shit because the parents just if the kids are laughing they're happy right i mean that's the big you know, the kids are laughing. The parents are happy uh, with that. Um, 
And, you know, and listen, and the money's got to be good. But, you know, it's funny. You said you're telling a CPAC joke. L.A.'s telling a CPAC joke. You know, there's people that say cruise ship comics tell a lot of the same jokes because in a sense, because mm-hmm. there's only so many jokes you can tell and not tell, you know, I guess, because you don't want to be um, offensive. Right. Is that still an issue? You don't want to be offensive. You guys worry about that during a show, L.A.? It can be an issue. I mean, you know, you can somebody can say the wrong thing about you and your ass won't be back on the ship. Probably more so with Royal and say Celebrity or uh, one of the other ones than Carnival. I would think Carnival, you cut, you guys get, get to pretty much do what you want, right? Yeah, yeah. A, a, a big thing is, um, of course, I'm, I'm not black, but uh, LA is black and comedians uh, of African-American descent descent are saying the N-word a lot. Like, I'm seeing it a lot. And you're like, yeah. So comics are saying it. So you're like, woo, you know? And uh, so it's a different thing. So then it became a guideline of like, hey, can we say the, uh, not not me. It was like, are are they able to say it? So then... um, it, it goes back and forth. Like, who's going to say it? Like, uh, mm-hmm. is the comedy host going to say something to him? Like, this guy's killing, but he might say the N-word or something. It's like, and well, I, I can't say. And I've seen a white comic say the N-word. And then he got yelled at by another black comic. And, the, and then he said, he goes, yeah, but you say it. He goes, but I'm black, motherfucker. <laughs> like, and then he actually called them the N-word. The, the black dude called the dude. <laughs> so, so I just started laughing. And I go, man, where where do we go? Be, be... Anyways. Oh, yeah, my phone just rang. I call it the bat phone. We got a landline because, you know, our family's uh, in Latin America. And we got to have the bat phone. I don't know if you guys got a bat phone, landline. <laughs> in, Florida, in Florida, we call it the hurricane phone. Oh, the hurricane phone. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. It's the one that still works uh, after it's all said and done. Um, well, that's good, man. I mean, I, listen, I, I'm going to do it. I am definitely moving up on the, the material. And I mentioned I'm doing cor- I want to do a corporate show called the funny fiduciary. So, uh, that mm-hmm. could be a thing. And, um, so we're working on it. Uh, but you know, writing material, like you guys, like, I think you alluded to this LA writing on stage is a lot of times the best place, uh, to write, right. Cause that's where it just, it just flows. Uh, is that where you're getting a lot of your uh, writing done on stage LA? Let me, let me throw you one other thing. The, the cool part about it is also is you get to take all of that material that you have that's an hour, 45, or whatever, and condense it into, into, into sets. Like, uh, I, I don't know how long your sets are, Jimmy. With us, it's all 20-minute sets. So I've taken my yeah. stuff and put it in chunks. 10 minutes, add 10 minutes. 10 minutes, add 10 minutes. But it all comes down to 20, and I can do that in my sleep. Hmm. Yeah, so... Um, 30 minutes is, is what we're at, at Carnival. And then the Mardi Gras, they want you to only do 25 each. So you're just doing 25. So, man, I feel like, you know, that's a, that's a line I always say. It's like, I wipe my ass with 25. I wipe my ass with 55. Like, it's just like I'm nonstop up there. And I'm trying to, like, figure out, you know, some guys will come in the ship like I saw a guy the other day and he was just amazing. And I was like, Woo, oh, that's a damn near a comedy special. I go, that was just that's that's a, that should be a Netflix special. It was so original, so clever. And then I saw him do the PG and he was okay. Then I saw him do another adult. Oh, and during the PG, and this is a no no, Dougie, you can't take your adult material and make it clean. Right. The same joke, you just don't swear. You, right. you don't talk right. about sex, you know, like whatever it is. So when you are able to go, hey, man, like the most I've ever did was the other day a comedian uh, had got COVID. And they came to me and I was supposed to do uh, five shows. And, he, and they go, can you do uh, how many shows can you do? I go, man, I can do. uh seven different, completely different. It's the most I've ever done. They go, you think you can cover the other guy? They go, we have to call corporate office and see if you can. Uh, if, or if they'll pay for it, if they'll approve it. Otherwise, they would just 
cut the other guy's shows and they'd just be like, but the audiences really love the comedy. Um, Dougie, that's another thing. Man, dude, yeah, do. you don't understand how many times. So can you? So I remember like seeing you post where all the different places you're playing, right? So let's say you're playing this club. Can you imagine? Just imagine performing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four shows, right? Two shows on Saturday, one show on Friday, one show on Thursday, and the same audience comes every show. What would you do? Standing in line to see it. Yeah. Standing, Standing in, line in line. Yeah. Wow. So you got to do a different set. Yeah. You got to yeah. do a different set. If you can do it, do a different set. But sometimes comics are like, well, I'm going to repeat. So don't come back. Don't come back. And those people are, are like, oh, are yeah, there no, other, com gonna... other comics yeah. that do and repeat? They come, back, they come yeah. back. Yeah. And when you repeat, can you just just think of your best joke, killing in the comedy club on a Friday night, and you do it Saturday night, and the whole audience has already saw it. It might get a laugh, yelling out your but point. it ain't gonna. Yeah, they're gonna yell out your punchline. They might yell out your punchline <laughs> if your setup's too long. So it's. Uh, uh, I don't know. You know. I mean, I'm still only since 2015 on cruises but my buddy like max dolcelli who's been around for 25 years doing ships and th these different guys el romas and these guys um i don't know what it was like back then and were they repeating jokes or what were they doing or just surviving and but man it's changed it's changed dougie so i'm telling you you are grooming yourself to be ready for that especially because you're doing yeah. crowd work so, so you're saying a lot of a lot of uh, on the ships. There's a lot of crowd work. There's some a people lot of that's crowd their work. Yeah, yeah, some I mean, people I mean, that's their I did notice that some comics I've I've seen on Instagram and stuff. That's all. Like I, I only post most of the crowd work because you know that's not material. Like you know, we're not burning material. It's stuff that's happening, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but mm -hmm. yeah, I see. That's all I see. And you know, I mean, some of it's funny. Some of it's like, uh, you know, here, you know, I've heard this shit. You know. Um, but mm -hmm. it's, it seems like there's a lot of crowd work going on on the boat, you know? Um, yeah. so yeah, you can see them, you know, you, you get this impression that you really can't see the audience, but I'm assuming you could see a lot of the audience and they, and they want to be a part of it. So, yeah. It also depends on, on which ship you're on. Cause I'll tell you, for example, on Royal, we're doing, we, there's, there's two rooms that we do comedy in. One is a smaller room, about 110 115 people and then there's the big room with 2000 people so we only see 110 people per show times eight ten shows that's not even the whole ship the time that you got to shine is in that big room where you come in and you bring out the big guns right, and right. that's where you're really practicing for those shows gotcha and how about the, adult, the, other, one, gotta... the other ones are adult shows i can do whatever i want Right, you guys wearing fancy clothes on these things? You, what, what's the what's the dress? You can wear anything you want. What is there? Attire? Anything, anything you want. I mean, I wear a button-up shirt and jeans and sneakers, like you know, nice sneakers or whatever. When I started, I wore dress pants, button-up shirt, um, shoes, and then I just started looking at other comics and even comics that I knew on Royal or Princess that weren't wearing suits. Now, some guys wear suits. I'm a bigger guy, I sweat, you know, I sweat my ass off, so I, I don't like to, yeah. you know, wear, wear a suit, you know, but a button-up shirt, I guess, so, you know, I, I had posted about it, I think it was like six months ago or something, about, man, I wore a T-shirt tonight, just jeans, and I felt really loose and everything, and um, I had a big manager that knew me for years, and and they message me and go, hey, you look great. They go, you're always funny. They said, but you wearing a T-shirt and wearing jeans and sneakers, that just makes you look like you're trying to be a younger comic. Like you're, you're faking it. That's not really who you are. He yeah. goes, you're the plaid shirt. You're the button up. He goes, you're not the suit guy. He goes, but you're not the T-shirt guy. 
you know how like the comics, the younger comics that yeah. are like it's growing, they're coming through the improvs and the Tampa and you know, all the Florida, they're just like, and you're like, well, these guys, kids don't know anything. Look at the way they dress, but it doesn't matter. Cause some kids got it and they just, that's their style. So, it, right. it, you know, like, like what LA is wearing is a lot of comics are wear. You know, a bathroom. I do both. I go, I go, I go, I go dress up and dress down. Um, um, yeah. If I, if I wear a t-shirt, generally I'll have jewelry on. Um, if I'm wearing a button up, generally, I don't think I've worn a tie yet ever. Um, but I like looking somewhat fashionable, man. I, I like yeah. looking like I've been some, like I do things. You know, I respect that. Like uh, you know, I've, I, 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 was I, always... I try to. I, I take on the, uh, the 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 attitude that we used to have back in the day. Always outdress the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know, I'm I'm like like Jimmy. I'm a big guy. You know, especially when I'm on the road, I don't want to bring shirts that I got to fucking dry clean and iron and shit. You know, I'd rather just get a cool T-shirt. You know, like you said, nice. You know, I wear colored nice shoes. You know, dressy shoes, nice jeans, and a T-shirt. But I'll have a jacket. You know, some sort of jacket. You know, whether it doesn't necessarily be a sports coat, it could just be a jacket, and that just is more of a more of a look, like you said, it's part of who you are. And that's what people have said. He goes, look, you look like a mafia guy, you know? So you, you, you know, if you're going to wear a suit, that's one thing, but if you're going to wear, you know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So see, that was the time I wore the t-shirt, right? But you see the other one is like in a nice button up. That's it. Uh, right. Uh, and then the other one's like a plaid shirt. Can you see the plaid shirt? No. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. You see it, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know what I mean? So, and that's it. It just came to, it's almost like your, your comedy voice. Hey man, find my voice, find what I'm going to wear on stage. I mean, if you know CJ Jones, he's like the best dressed. I mean, my man wears a different pair of socks and they're not just like white socks. They're just designer socks. He got a belt. He's got a watch for his show. He got a little bow tie. You guys know who CJ is? I mean, he's just like he an amazing dresser. Like, you're like, woo! And, and then you got another guy. Sometimes a guy just might wear, you know, he might wear the hoodie and a T-shirt or whatever it is. Yeah. And a, a, a perfect example was when I first was coming up, um, I had asked um, Chappelle. I said, uh, Hey man, you know I like to wear a baseball hat. You're like man, it doesn't matter what you wear. He goes, you can wear. He's like, I wear a baseball hat. I wear what you know. He's like, it don't matter. He's like, as long as you're confident or you feel good in it. He and when we started watching Chappelle's show, you know, it wasn't Dave ain't wearing a suit. Remember, he would wear like a, a nice jacket with like a t-shirt, some jeans, and sneaks, whatever. And my wife would go, man, I love the way he dresses. Yeah. And I and I told her, I said, that's that's his style. That's his yeah. brand. Yeah. You know? I think being comfortable, and, and I think that. being comfortable is real important. You know what I mean? Like I said, nothing exactly. worse I hate than was sweating when I'm on stage. I'm sweating during this. I'm sweating during <laughs> this. <laughs> but I live in the desert. I live in the desert now, though. I moved to Palm Springs, so it's 128 degrees right now, people. Oh, fucking hell, bro. Yeah. Hey, all right. So listen, uh, and plus my my uh, let me just say this. We my producer says he has a storm at the studio, so we we got to keep an eye on it in case we lose power and this thing gets all okay. fucked. So uh, let's go to some of these topics. Big uh, big announcement: uh, the uh, Supreme Court announced uh, the turning over of Roe v. Wade. Um, I'm not going to ask you guys how you feel about the subject, um, but uh, have you guys? Um, you know, I, I I've avoided making political statements on LA. LA and I have talked about this, but I've avoid making making my opinion be known um, on subject matters like this. But unfortunately, as a financial advisor of 32 years, when and we're talking about other shit with oil and the prices and stuff, um, you guys don't, I never see you guys do it. How do you guys avoid getting into it in social media with, with, with people that you just know are completely fucking boobs? Tell you one thing I do. I see what they're writing. I write down an answer. And then I erase it and go on with my life. Good idea. I'm Good not, idea. I'm not That's getting a... into that. People. I, I can't do it. I'm not. Matter, matter of fact, some people, I can't even have a conversation about stuff like this. So I just don't. It's, it's real yeah. simple. 
I'll tell you one other thing that changed my life, brother. I have not watched network news since before Trump was elected at night. Don't watch no television news. Changed my life. I do this other yeah. thing. It's called um, reading. Yeah, I do this thing called reading. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> reading stories. Uh, I'm into I mean, that. you know, it's um, it's you know, it's obvious. It's definitely creating more of a divide uh, than we already had in this country. Um, as comics, uh, you got two things. You any got any Roe v. Wade jokes? Uh, is that something you guys would write a joke about? And or two, um, how how do you deal with that? I mean, especially on the cruise ships is, I mean, you don't get political. There's not, you don't really do much political humor or anything like that on the ships, do you? Mm. I don't. No. So, I touch, yeah, I, I, touch, don't, I, don't. I touch a few things in the, in the adult show, but that's about it. You, Jimmy? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I won't talk about it, um, uh, about the Roe versus Wade. I will talk about um, when, like, I'll tell you guys. So... <clears throat> Um, you know, as when we're younger, you know, I'm 50, when I was younger, you know, girls would lie and say, hey, I'm pregnant. And you'd be like, hmm, what are we going to do? And they're like, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, you know, what my right is. And like, okay, well, you do, you know, that's fine. So I had several girls over the years say that, but. Um, cause of Facebook and the way things are and whatever, social media, I had a girl that, um, was coming to one of my shows and I was doing a theater and, um, she's like, me and my, me and my husband just bought tickets and blah, 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 blah. blah. And she's like, Hey, I want to let you know, I was a young girl. Um, you were young. I was young and I lied back then. She told me and she lied. And then she said she went and took care of it. And she never was, she was never, you know what I mean? So that's so she, a did she give you, did she give, did she give, did she give you back the two fifty? No, I, I, um, <laughs> it was off the back of a van in Brooklyn. So, yeah. uh, two fifty. you got, you got a hot, hot water dog. And that no, um, I uh, just it, it really upset me to this day. It's really fucked me up, and yeah. um, I deleted and blocked her. I could never speak to her again. And I mean, yeah, her, her, and I even like uh, I didn't speak to her. She came to my show, and I was like disgusted. Like, oh my god, how could you do that? And uh, I talked to a woman about it. Uh, and uh, she said, she goes, well, that's her right. That was her right to lie about it. And I was like, wow, that's like the most fucked uh, up thing you could say. That's yeah, her right I mean, to lie that yeah. she was pregnant. Like, what yeah. the hell? That's a, that's a, I got that's one better for you. Yeah. I had one do the same thing to me. The difference was she wasn't lying and she tried to hang the baby on me. She had it. She took it one step further. She brought the baby to my parents' house and introduced him to my parents. Wow. And then when I when I wanted to get some visitation, that's when she jumped up and said, the baby's not yours. After she took us through all of that. And I guess the same thing could be true. That's her right. And it is. Yeah. It's her body. Yeah. She can do whatever she wants. And, and yeah, that's, and of course, I never talk about this on, on stage or nothing, but, um, yeah, I mean that's just it's so fucked up. I mean, and then and then you're like you're like, well, I wish she would have just shit in my bed like Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah, so that's that much easier. <laughs> <to do it. laughs> and just There's left the a fucking joke. hanky. Yeah, there you There's go. There's the joke, right? Yeah. You know, nah, my I, only I personal like my only personal story about that is when I met my wife, she was a single mom, and I think about you know what happened, and you know being asked to leave the house because she didn't get it, and and this and that, and she raised her, and if it, and if she had done if she had aborted her we wouldn't have her daughter today you know um mm -hmm. it's just it's just one of these things it's it's like it's like it's one thing if you if it's really a pressing challenging thing and stuff like that but it's another if it's just oh well got to get rid of it you know selfish thing just getting but rid see, of a life therein, because of therein lies therein lies the rub Dougie. you now have a daughter right right mm -hmm. would you want her to have her own choice regardless of what that choice is 
Oh yeah, I I'm, I'm definitely a, I think no matter what it is that that child. What I do say is that child should be consoled or counseled on all the options. Number one, and they should also sure. be aware that should they choose that that there could be some recourse. You know that you know people. You know there's a lot of people that make that decision and uh, uh, gratefully regret it many years later, if not even shortly thereafter. So it's an important decision to not just be made like that. You know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. Um, Frontman from uh, Green Day, Billy Joe Armstrong, renounces U.S. citizenship because of the Roe v. Wade decision. I don't know if you guys are Green Day fans, but you know when somebody says they're going to now become a, an English citizen, a British citizen, over something like that, I mean, really. I mean, come on. I mean, really? Yeah. I don't know if I blame him, bro. I mean, everybody's mm. going to make a choice for themselves. That dude's had a mm. lot of time going over be living international, so it's not like it's a big stretch for him. That's true. Yeah. I guess he likes the fish and chips. Um, this is a funny... To get on the political stuff, I thought this was sto a funny story. Uh, Nancy Pelosi pushes daughter of the newly elected Mexican uh, congresswoman out of New Mexico, I think it was. Let's roll the video of this. You guys tell me if this is a push. That stupid hand out there. Look at that. Look, watch. Mm, there you go. A little nudge. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Nancy Pelosi pushed a little girl. It's hilarious. I love she it. did. I love it. She did. That's she a push. push it. Now, yeah, the quick question is, the quick question is, I don't want to say out of line, but that's, that's, you, and Nancy Pelosi, here's the thing, I, I hate hypocrisy. Nancy Pelosi claims to be a God-fearing woman, and she's Christian, and da-da-da-da-da, you know, and mm -hmm. I mean, listen, you could say you're all, you know, that, that to me is just, that, that is an epitome of her true inner soul, you know what I mean? She doesn't give a fuck. She was just teaching the child about social distancing. <laughs> yeah um, yeah it's social distancing right um think, of, think about how many times we do our show and the audience comes up to us and that one guy or girl stands in front of you oh my god you were so funny oh my i really like you and you're like bitch get out the way so i can sell some merch <laughs> like, you're like, i appreciate it so you do. I literally took my hand and said, "Excuse me, just, just I'll talk to you after." Hi, thank you, thank you so much, thank you so right. much. And then they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. right back in your face because they loved you. So, it, you know, I mean, I only saw the video once that you just showed. Um, was she smiling when she did the like, get, get out the way? Someone should <laughs> put that like in move, bitch. Get out the way. Someone fucking just sample Dude, that. Bitch, Vanessa, you got to see way. this. Nancy Pelosi pushing a little kid. Uh, <laughs> it looks like she's trying not to hit her in the head when she's waving around. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, with that fucking looks Nancy like Pelosi. She's doing here. all this, and so she's trying not to bash the chick in the head. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi yeah. with her fucking hands up in the air. I thought that was a great video. Um, all right. Let's do it. Let's get into this. It's time for the news is a joke. This is where us comics uh, go over some stories and try to find some humor in them. Uh, Naomi Osaka, the uh, famous tennis player, right? Very good. And uh, LeBron James project ripped by the name with explicit Swahili meaning. This is a great story. You know, it's you hear the story of, uh, you know, the car maker GM when they when they sent the Nova to South America and Central America, they said the new Chevy Nova. But in Spanish, that means Nova doesn't go, you know, so you never know. You know, these people in marketing, you know, when they had remember that there was um, there was the uh, the one kid that they, they showed a black kid that the, all these monkeys or is it a barrel full of monkeys? Remember yeah. these people, right? There's a bunch of these ads. You, you just what the, how the fuck did that happen? Well, um, the uh, this is a great. So what happened? To, oh, there you go. Uh, they well, only, you, they, you, they, said, you said something racial and he said, fuck you, I'm off. <laughs> no, they, <exactly. laughs> they named uh lebron lebron jimmy james knows me. that's right uh jimmy uh naomi and uh, lebron james named their group the hanakuma which uh in japanese means flower bear okay it's nice but in swahili it means a woman with no vagina why is swahili even considered in this i just I just, you know what I mean? 
big, big, big basketball fans in Swahili. Um, and and Kenya and Tanzania, uh, Tanzania. Uh, yeah, and Kenya and Tanzania means a uh, woman with Swahili is a place in uh, Africa, Dougie. I'm I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. You're like big basketball yeah. fans in Swahili, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a part of Africa. It's a fucking language. <laughs> Well, listen, uh, you know, uh, Billy Joe, Joel uh, has been to England a lot. Uh, I've never been to Africa. Um, but yeah, the, the, the spoken language Swahili uh, means a woman with no vagina, which is uh, several of the women in uh, California at this moment. Um, right, right. Yeah. You know, it, it's just amazing when somebody doesn't do some follow up. I mean, I guess it would be hard. I mean, I, I don't know Swahili. You guys speak any Swahili? I don't even know why Swahili is mentioned in this. I this mean, is if, I word, Swahili if, I crib, if I say the word crib, what does that mean in Swahili? Should I not say the word crib? That means man with no nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man's with, man's with feather dick. That's what that means. Uh, you I, know, I'm, we are I'm a, trying to understand how these two things come together. Well, no, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, well... Um, you know, big big thing that him and her and uh, her and uh, LeBron James. Uh, by the way, who is the greatest of all time when it comes to basketball? Let me ask you first, L.A. Hardy. Who's your favorite? Who's the best of all time basketball player? That would be me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I am a. Uh, I'm from Cleveland. I'm a LeBron fan, but you got to go with. Uh, if you go with just championships, you got to say Bill Russell. I just I just had somebody tell me that there was he's you know they never hear his name but he, you know he's one of the greatest of all time probably a lot less compet probably let less lot less competition in that day he had a lot of white he had a lot he more white boys on. yeah he well that was Wilt. it yeah but that the, back then the NBA that back then the NBA was like seventy percent white so I mean come on that's uh and they, and they weren't all in the Boston Celtics you know <laughs> what what about who's what your about favorite? You? who's your number one. My Jordan. my favorite is the black Magic. is the black guy in this picture. Yeah, yeah. Magic. Yeah. Those are the Magic's my favorite. Right there. You know, if you're watching Winning Time the series, you learn so much. Uh, I yep. mean, you didn't know. It's a fucking yeah. phenomenal. But Ma Lakers has always been my favorite team my whole life. So yeah. Magic. I remember I went to Kurt Rambis' house. Um, it was hilarious. My mom and dad had visited from New York, and we went to I think it was Manhattan Beach. And uh, my mom's like, yeah, I want to go see my friend. She lives in Manhattan Beach. And I was like, oh, I'm like, okay. So we go, and I'm like, who's this fucking white, tall dude washing his car? And I'm looking, I go, is that Kurt Rambis? I'm like, Kurt Rambis. Like, I ran over, and it's like, it was just amazing to like, oh, my God. And they live, he lived right next to him, and I'm talking wow. to him. And, but, 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 but Magic Johnson, by far, my favorite. But of course, then you had your Jordan, and then Kobe was never my favorite. Um, yeah. But he was a killer. Bill Russell. Bill Russell was amazing, 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 amazing. Um, but and then Wilt the Stilt. No one ever got more points than him in his whole thing. I mean, yeah. so in one game, no, it was hundred and Kobe's twelve. Toby, yeah, Kobe yeah. got 80, but he got 112. Now, was Will Chamber the one who supposedly slept with 5,000 women? Was that uh, yes. Will, the guy? Yeah. 10,000? 10, no, 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 that was Steve Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> I love Steve. I'm going to get Steve on uh, ships, too, because uh, yeah, I've known him a long time. We had to talk about it the other day, so, yeah. It'd be great. Well, hey, man, just for, just for shits and giggles, mention me to Lizette and see what happens. See if I see I'm going can happen. To. I'm going I to because I don't understand how you're, you're – blows me away. It's like you're a, you're a veteran. You've been working forever. And if you're working on Royal, it's easy sliding, man. You know? Well, there you go. Our next story, too much mayo. Subway customer arrested after shooting two employees, killing one. Uh, over sandwich order, too much, too much mayo. It happened in Atlanta. We got to do Atlanta. something about this black on black, black on white crime, man. <laughs> uh, Atlanta police responded to circle. Atlanta? You know that was yeah. a brother. 
Yeah, that, uh, that could have been uh, Circle K gas station intersection. Listen, I don't ever go. I hate when I pull up a Dunkin' Donuts when I'm on the road. I want to go get a Dunkin' Donuts in the morning, and I go there, and it's in a gas station. I'm like, fuck. You know, I just want to go to a regular. There's a big difference between a Dunkin' Donuts and a gas station and one that's a freestanding building on its own. Right? Well, if you ever I agree. I agree. It's hard to buy Donuts. food. Uh, LA, the Dunkin' Donuts in Vegas. Disgusting. Yeah. It's hard to buy food in a gas station anyway for me. I mean, anything that's in a gas station, I got a problem yeah. with. Potato chips are good. Potato uh, chips. Well, soda, pre-packaged. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you guys have a, you have a favorite potato? You have a favorite potato chip? Um, uh, I like the Lays. Lays. Yeah, You both like Frito Lays? Yeah. I like I like the Lays. Lays is a, I like a sour cream and onion. Okay. I like yeah. the Lay's. Um, it's all. It's an all-natural one. It's not the regular yellow. It's a different yellow, yellow and white. They've they've taken stuff out of it or whatever. But uh, like yeah, real baked, crunchy. I like it. Like a not baked. baked. I don't like baked. I don't yeah, like crunchy. Baked. That shit will fuck up your teeth. Um, <laughs> and your police. Out, in this in this story, police police said the woman was killed. Who was killed was twenty six year old. A twenty four year old employee was shot in the front of her five year old son. And uh, is now in critical condition. Relative, uh, let's see, the co-owner. Bye, bye, bye. There was something wrong with the sandwich that made him so upset that he decided to take his anger out on the two employees. Wow. Well, he's going to have a good time taking that anger out on the fellows in jail with him. That's right. Right. Because his sandwiches ain't going to be that good there. Nope. He's going to be complaining about that bologna. And shitty mayonnaise. <clears throat> and and, kid, and his roommate Oscar Meyer has a way <laughs> of <laughs> my baloney has a first name. Yes, first name. <laughs> it's get on your knees. Um uh our next well, speaking of shit, our next story. Oklahoma man leads authorities on pursuit found hours later hiding in cow manure. They won't find me here. What was he running from? What was his uh, crime? He uh, man was arrested. Let's see. 23-year-old Wolf October Berry uh, initially fled from officers who were attempting to make a traffic stop only okay. for not wearing a seatbelt. Not wearing a seatbelt. I think the. I think if you're not wearing a seatbelt, I think the worst it could cost you is fifty bucks. Yeah. So he jumped That's into cow, cow manure. He jumped into yeah. hiding cow. Now, now, mind you, he's in Oklahoma. So, yeah. I mean, let's, let's look at that first. And uh, I wonder if the cops were even chasing him. The guy's probably freaking out. He's all messed up. Fuck, they're going to catch me. And he runs through a field. Oh, I want to hide in that shit. They'll never find me here. Um, he probably wasn't even hiding it. He probably just rubbed it all over himself. Yeah, he thought he was in Predator. He thought the Predator was chasing him, and he couldn't see the infrared. I'll just put this shit all over me. Oh, Did exactly. you say he was on that? Did you say he was on meth? No, I'm just assuming. Oh, just assuming. Okay. Wow. Oh uh, yeah, actually, he he uh, he fled from the police with his car until he uh, crashed his car, and then ran through a field, and saw a big pile of shit, and said, "You know what? There's my hiding spot." Yeah, there you go. Right next <clears throat> to my crashed car. Yeah. <laughs> so he. So he had the runs. That's what it was. He had to run, yes. so he ran from his car. Yeah. <laughs> That's the real thing. He probably Jeez. embarrassed because he shit himself because he was so scared. And he goes, oh, they won't think it's me if I just lay in this shit. Uh, it's the, it's they won't be able to tell who shit cat. this is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, well, how, what about the cop that had to take it off? He's like, no way, Bernie. I'm not doing it this time. <laughs> yeah. <He's> like, <laughs> Like, you take him. You're the rookie. Yeah. Go in the shit. You you slum dog this motherfucker this time. Yeah. You put the handcuffs Just on. Just say that he's fucker. got COVID. Just say he's got You'll COVID. Just say he's got COVID. Here. Yeah. Oh my he's, god. He, that's so he's going in your car. No, he's going in your car. No, he's going in your car. <laughs> that's fucking Not great. This time. Uh, I don't know if you guys would be interested in this, but Amazon's Alexa could soon mimic voice of dead relatives. Um, I saw I think that. I just heard one crazy, right? Oh, I mean, you know, I don't know that I, I, don't know that I want to hear that. Yeah, I, I don't know you know, I want to. You want to hear your great aunt? You know, 
Hey, Alexa, can I can I, can you change the channel? Why don't you get up, you fat boy, and do some running around, exactly. you fucking lazy fuck, Andy, Andy. Um, yeah, I mean, dude, you know, listen, I was that's... so drunk last night. I thought I heard my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? I mean, fuck. I mean, nostalgia is going a little too far. These companies, tech companies, are just trying to be one over on a, on each other. But uh, um, yeah. you know, I would I would rather have it well, be like. There? Voiceover agent in heaven or hell. I got you a gig. It's got a pretty good gig. <laughs> That's it. I'm writing it down. That's the bit. I mean, you'd have to have some sort of voice recording of that person, right? You have to have some sort right? of recording. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be much better if it was just famous people, you know? Like, you know, if your Alexa was like Rodney Dangerfield or something, like, hey. It's time to take the garbage out. <laughs> you know, Alexa, like make the right. TV lower. Yeah, I like that idea. Mine would be uh, uh, mine would be Jim Florentine. You know, all right, dude, it's time to go away. Let's time to it's time to go to sleep. Don't be a rookie. All right, that's a good Florentine. Hey, yeah, does I, I does Jimmy that. still does Jimmy still do this joke? We're in Montreal. I'll never forget it. Um, he did this joke. He goes, "My girlfriend's pussy was so wet." That I was down there eating it, and I saw a fucking little man in a canoe go by. <laughs> so you still do that joke? He's turning over a lot of material. Uh, one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> it was funny because I, I, I gave him a tag on it. Was he tells a joke about? I guess when him and uh, he was he was with this chick, and he was trying to fuck her, and she wanted. To, she said, "I'm not going to fuck you unless you have a condom." So he grants he grabbed Saran wrap and wrapped his dick with Saran wrap, and he fucked her with Saran oh, wrap man. around his dick. And I said, and I told him, I said, yeah, boy, was she glad. Um, <laughs> that's a way to end that one. Did he, did he try the tag? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but here, let me ask you that. It's funny because I was recently working with somebody. I've been working with Steve Trevino and uh, his opening act. And I, I gave him a tag. You know, he told a joke and it's a funny joke. And I said this. And it was funny because after the show, we're hanging out and Steve goes, Steve goes, he goes, uh, you know, the funniest joke you told tonight, you didn't even write, <laughs> you know, so, but, the, but I was happy because the comic used it, the comic I told him and the one show, the next show he used it, um, which right. a lot of times people don't do, you know, I mean, I, I'll try the tag, you know, if somebody gives me a tag, I'll try it in an open mic or something, but pretty surprised that the person tried it at a, at a show. Um, you, you ever do that? You, you guys know, ever give somebody a tag? You ever suggest tags to other fellow comics? Oh, dude, I'm the. Uh, I'm the king of it. Jimmy's like the king the of ship. that. The, the yeah. People, I I sit there and watch your set, and I literally go, boop, 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 boop. you know, I I tag people's jokes. So Russ Nagel, if you know Russ Nagel, great friend of mine, man, we're on the ship, and we'll like be doing two back to backs, and he'll be like, dude, I tried two of those tags, they work great, and it's like, and I'm like, really, you tried it already? And then sometimes I'll give a joke to somebody, and they just won't like do it you know rich voss was one of my mentors so i would give one to richie and he's like he goes i don't take tags he goes i don't he goes i don't ever want to have a joke from anybody other than myself and i was like okay i respect it so like he told me right away you know but i was a young comic then but you know i was opening for him and he was he was rich was always great to me but that was one thing he was like i'll never forget we were at caroline's and i was like yo i got a tag for you he goes, mm, I, I don't take tags and I go, okay, all right. So just, you know, but m most comics do. And and uh, so I can kind of be a little like aggressive and not know you. Like I could just like work with you once on the ship and be like, yo, Doug, you're a really funny man. I'll be like, I got tags if you want them. And like, nah, yeah, you know what? Well, yeah, let's go over them tomorrow or something. And I've already written them all and boom, boom. And then we'll have lunch or something. You'll be like, holy shit, I never saw that. Yeah. So I was always good at it, but I became great at it during COVID. We had writing sessions every week for two years. Comics from all over the place were coming into my Zoom, and they were literally getting fine-tuned and calling me, going, what the, I can't believe these jokes that you've, you've figured out and the setups, because a lot of comics will do a setup and do what they think is the punchline. And I'll right. go, listen, 
take every joke you write and write 10 different punchlines and try them. That's stage time. In New York City, yeah, we yeah. did shows. We did 20 to 30 shows a week. So just be like being on ships. It's like if, you, if you're going to be out there, he just said he did 13 shows a week or whatever it was, right? Mm -hmm. So that's freaking 39 shows. So if I give him a tag on the third show, in those next two weeks, if LA don't use them, I sometimes will be like, yo, I'm going to do it, <laughs> right? And he'll go, yeah, but you don't have a joke. I'm like, well, I'll fucking write a joke around the punchline because it's so damn good. Yeah. And, and he'll be like, well, you know what, man, Matt, maybe I better do it then. <laughs> like, you I know? I, I definitely I'm, I'm similar to that because it's easier it's, it's easier for me to have uh, it's easier for me to have somebody to write a joke for somebody else, you know, cause especially if they put it out there because you can you're thinking from a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? Uh, ben, is that you? OK, um, next story. French on un uh, French's unveils Canada's next favorite summer treat ketchup flavored ice pops. Boy, fucking Canadians are fucked up. These are the uh, same people that put uh, mayonnaise on French fries. Now, I, I, I got to tell you, I've had, I've taken the ketchup mayonnaise on French fries. I've had both, and I'll dip one, and then the next. I've tried that, pretty good. But fucking ice cream. Yeah. Well, they have poutine, right? Poutine. Canada has a lot me? of crazy. <laughs> you call me, bitch. <laughs> poutine over here. What's up? Um, yeah, yeah here, I don't know. Frenchicle, a ketchup-flavored ice pop created by French's the condiment maker, will be releasing the new summer snack for this for a short time only. Can't be short enough. Hmm. I can't even imagine the taste. From the makers of the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> I've never eaten a McRib. You guys had a McRib? Oh yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. I've had one. Um, um, my friend comedian Will C. It's like he's infatuated with the McRib. I think he's got a McRib shirt. During McRib, he has like McRib parties. He he loves the McRib. He posts about it. Oh my god, it's McRib season! Like <laughs> he books his, he books himself around if the place that has the McRib available. I mean, he's yeah, he's pretty into the, the McRib. And I, that's that TV we did a movie with Matt Flores. It was uh, Ask Ask uh, Ask Aldo, and I was a mafia guy, of course. And uh, one of my lines was, what's up? Why, why can't McDonald's bring the McRib year, all year round? What the fuck? Why can't they? Who, why don't they get rid of the McCheat, Mc, the, Mc, the McFish? You know, who the, who the hell goes to McDonald's and gets a McFish I hope they took a couple takes because you suck. Thank you, CCD. Thank you, Scorsese. All right, take two, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Why can't they have the McRib all year round? Why don't they get rid of the McFish sandwich? Who eats the McFish sandwich? All right. <clears throat> all right. Our last story. Yeah, everybody. Was a lot better. Holy shit, was that a lot better? Hey, I, and not, not to get off. Have you guys watched The Offer? Mm -mm. No. It's the story it of The Godfather. It's, it's on Paramount Plus. You can get it, I think you can get it for okay. free on a trial. It's the best show out, man. It's 10 episodes of the story behind The Godfather. It's scripted. And the, huh. and the, the, the actor, Miles Teller, uh, who was in War Dogs, which is a phenomenal movie with the, uh, Jonah Hill, he plays this guy named Albert Ruddy, and they show that they never wanted to make The Godfather. There were so many things. The mafia was against it. Man, you guys will love it. Oh, uh, my God. Check it out. Mm. Yeah. Cool. And our last story, drunk mayor crashes car after meeting families of drunk driving victims. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is when you know we're close to the end of the world, right? Because, you know, there's just, there's just so much. You got fucking Pelosi pushing little Spanish tricks, you know, little Spanish kids. You know, we, we, we got fucking all kinds of craziness. But... uh uh, an Australian mayor's drunk driving crash uh, just one hour after she met with the families of drunk driving victims. 
Uh, Redland City Mayor Karen Williams admitted to drinking several glasses of wine before crashing her car into a tree. And oddly enough, she hit she hit in a cow shit after. Um, yeah. <laughs> so are you just saying they went to a drunk driver's meet, not meeting or whatever it was, and then got into a drunk driving accident? Yeah, she went to console uh, pe- victims of drunk driving. Oh, I'm so I can't do my Australian accent right now. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry yeah. for you guys. You know, it's it's a tragedy. Those people are going to be put behind bars. Those bastards. You know. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bam, and then bam, she freaking yeah. got in an accident. So that's like I'm not going to say it. If you know the answer, you'll know the answer. So there's a famous comedian. Um, who had, you know, and I think it's probably pretty normal for comedians or actors or whoever, uh, uh, singers, right. To go into the press and go, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do Coke anymore. That was me. I was younger and thank you so much. And, uh, I I went to rehab and, uh, you know, good luck and say no to drugs and they walk off, bam, and they're doing cocaine. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's the same story, you know? So, oh my God, what a hypocrite piece of junk. And so is she but, going to jail? Um, yeah, well, they. I, go, I know she was arrested, obviously. Uh, she stepped down, et cetera. But, you know, I don't know if you guys knew this, but um, Australia, uh, Australia has one of the world's highest rates of car accidents. Oh, wow. Because they're yeah. avoiding the kangaroos. Yeah, the fucking kangaroos and... And, you know, and I've, I've done, you know, I, I've spent some time over there and, uh, man, I've never hit one, but all my friends have hit fucking kangaroos. Everybody yeah. I know that lives in, <laughs> can you, I think about it. I've never hit a deer and there, and you think there's gotta be deers everywhere. Knock on wood. But imagine everybody, every person I know, and I know like 30 of them that have hit. All right, since, all right, since, since, you, since you fucking corrected my acting, let me say something to you, Jimmy. There's not yeah. deers everywhere. Okay. There's deer everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Just because yeah. just you all got right, your fucking fiduciary stock exchange. <laughs> all these fucking deers everywhere. Got all these fucking Well, that's deers. how we talk. That's how I talk. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Oh my God. I I I add a plural to all my animals. You know, you're like my wife. My wife's Asian, so she puts plurals on everything. She's like, we have to go to the shows and and get the groceries. And I'm like, fuck, honey. I mean, you know, enough s's. Well, that's all we have time for here on the Wake Up Play with Dougie Show. I want to thank you guys for joining us today. And in closing, any final thoughts, plugs you want to share with us, LA? Uh, the dry bar special just came out June 11th. Um, what else? Just look for me all over the place, man. My website, thereallahardy.com. That's getting redone. And uh, just look for me out here in these streets. There you go. Jimmy? So my name is uh, Jimmy Delavalley, jimmydelavalley.com. You're not going to remember that. So just go to funnyjimmy.com. And if you can't remember that, go fuck yourself. And that's what I'm talking about. There you go. It's great having you guys on. Uh, and so much, thank you so much for being on the show. And we look forward to seeing you guys soon. Until then, uh, we'll, you got it, guys. And uh, stick around before we go. Uh, but that's it uh, for our show today. Uh, we got a lot of great shows coming up. Uh, we actually have uh, Ahmed Ahmed and Mike uh, Kaplan going to be on the show in a few weeks. Uh, we'll take a break somewhere in there because I'm going to be out of town. But don't forget to follow us on our Twitter at Wake Up Dougie, on Instagram, Wake Up Play with Dougie Show. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, the Wake Up Play with Dougie Show. Uh, we really want to get that number up, obviously. And if you're watching this, you're probably watching us on our fan page on Facebook. So tell your friends, share share the video. We do appreciate it. And uh, you can also follow me at Dougie Dangerous on Instagram and at Funny Fiduciary at TikTok and on Twitter. God bless everybody. Stay safe. And we'll see you here next time at the same spot. Take care.